1: Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
0: Take that, October. You thought you were going to hold the Noles' win list, but you couldn't do it, could you? Florida State breaks their three-game losing streak, comes out, and... Uh, Beats Georgia Tech 41 to 16. 41 to 16. In the game that was just really weird because from the standpoint of statistically, Florida State piles up a ton of yards, which is what they do, but not quite like this. 642 yeah. yards of total offense uh, led, you know, comfortably for most of this game, um, but also had a ton of mistakes. a Couple of fumbles in the first half. A bunch of penalties. Uh, some just weird decisions and having to call timeouts on offense in the red zone. Another really terrible offensive trip in the red zone. But at the end of the day, you still put up 41 points. Mm-hmm. You improved to three and three in the conference, five and three overall. Uh, what are your takeaways? Uh- Mr. Uh, Bespectacle, uh, Corey <laughs> nice, Clark.
1: Nice, nice. So, look, man, people are going to think, because remember why I wore the bandana last year when they beat Miami? Yes. People are going to think, oh, they beat Georgia Tech, so he's going to be the nerd. <laughs> no, man, number one, I look great in these things. Glasses are great. And I, my first day wearing glasses at a football game, and I feel like I won to know, I think this might have been the it difference. might have been the trick. Um, finally, with glasses, I could see what was going on. I don't even know what y'all have been complaining about the last five years. They looked great to me. Look, I, I thought um, that first trip at the five-yard line, when you fumble a ball like that, this team in particular coming off a three-game losing streak, to, be, to then have that ridiculous play, it could be really easy to go, well, here, here I did it. I'm like, well, this is what this team does, man. It's not going to be easy. They're going to be in a dogfight with flipping Georgia Tech. For them to respond the way they did and score, I think, four of the next five drives, maybe all their drives after that except for the Toa Feely fumble um, down, inside the Reds, down inside the 30-yard line, I thought that was really impressive. I thought the response, he preaches it all the time, we get it. Responding to that awful, awful play, and there was a lot of blame to go around, but that awful play to then respond and have 360 yards and 24 points and a half was really encouraging. I know it's Georgia Tech, man, but Georgia Tech has scholarship players, and their defense isn't a joke, and you went and treated them like Duquesne. You treated them worse than Duquesne.
0: Yeah, I think that's the weird thing about this game is Georgia Tech's defense has actually been decent, especially you watch them in the last few games since they made their coaching change. They've been solid defensively, not bad against the pass, and Jordan just lit them up. And, yeah. and Johnny Wilson, this receiving core, uh, three hundred. Jordan threw for 396 yards, a career high. Uh, and Couldn't again, let
1: him throw for four more, huh?
0: Feel could have like let throw for four yeah. more,
1: Mike. I get it. Whatever. It's giving Jordan a reason to come back next year. Yeah, right. Yeah. Unless he puts four
0: hundred on Miami this Saturday, we'll right. see. Um, but overall, again, it was just kind of a weird game in the sense of you want to criticize them for not putting Georgia Tech away early because they could have. They were up twenty-four to three at halftime. It felt like it could have been forty-two to three. Yeah,
1: should have been thirty-five nothing. It felt like. Yeah.
0: And instead, it's twenty-four to three at halftime. Then Georgia Tech does what everybody does against Florida State: start off second half. They get the ball. They they kick an onside kick, recover it, go right down and score. Make it a two-score game, twenty-four to ten. At that point, point. and to your point, that's when this team, I think, also yes. has has pressed. Yeah, you know, absolutely. you look at the NC State game and some other situations where they've they've let a team hang around. The other team shows some life, and then they start to press. They instead they go on a twelve-play, ninety-one yards drive. Cap it off with a pass from Jordan to Ja'Kai Douglas for a touchdown, and the game was basically over at that point. So
1: that was probably my favorite drive of the game for this offense was after that, uh, look, man, you can't – and Mike Norvell said afterwards, if you're wondering, we just talked to him, he said that they had – they were expecting an onside kick at some point in the game. They were not that surprised. It was a freshman mistake As R.E.A. Thomas – just for whatever reason, didn't go get the ball. He was looking at it.
0: It looked like maybe like the referee crossed his face. Somebody crossed his face. I don't know. One of the players crossed his face. The referee? One of the players crossed his face, and it looked like he lost his –
1: yeah, vision of it, but then
0: still he didn't go get it. So he that, still gone. right.
1: Better. So then they give up a touchdown on third and twelve, where it looked like it could. I mean, Jamie Robinson was clearly picked off. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but that was could have been called. We saw especially much less the other side called. But and then your Sam McCall return for whatever reason decides to return that kick. Affords twenty-four to ten. He returns that kick out to the 17, then there's a block in the back. You're starting at the 9, and that's when upsets happen. Yeah. That's when you get really tight. That's when you can feel an entire team or a sideline get tight and kind well, of pucker up. We felt it
0: at the NC State game. Yeah. yeah,
1: and so for them, you know, a, a very un, it's a, a, an unremarkable play after a 41-16 to 16 game, but in the moment was a huge play, was the conversion of Pittman right. on third down. It's a really nice play and a tough catch by Pittman on third and eight. Travis across his body, and then the other third down conversion to Wilson, Johnny Wilson yeah. down the sideline. Going and scoring there and kind of really, for all intents and purposes, putting the game away there, um, that was a nice sign, man, because that is the time when Florida State, when it can unravel, where a 7-0 run becomes a 21-0 run, even against an offense like Georgia Tech. Things like that happen. For them to go right back down the field and score was a really good sign. And when you think about what this offense did today against an average-ish defense and what it did two weeks ago against a very good defense, when, when you're looking from 20 to 20 anyway, Ira, is this one of the best offenses in the country? It's I mean, it's nuts it's what they It's remarkable. Doing.
0: Again, yeah, from 20 to 20. Is it normal up... to be
1: dizzy with glasses? Like, I'm, I'm starting to wobble a little. <laughs>
0: Just focus on the camera okay, in the middle. Okay, I'm
1: trying. I got to that one. Okay.
0: The, uh, Corey's got, some, uh, he's got a lot of vision things going on Man. here, but we're working through it. Yeah. You're going to fight through it. The um, But, yeah, those I, the other side of that is the red zone. And... That red They've had some bad red zone possessions this year. That's why they're one of the worst red zone teams in the country. That was an all-timer. But that was unbelievable. They yeah. did, had to call two timeouts because they either didn't have guys lined up right or didn't have the right people in the game. Or and Jordan Travis like many guys
1: screaming, that, like yeah. really mad at something or someone for sure. And then you end up fumbling. On the Wildcats. Gets returned
0: yeah. 70 yards. Yep. Now, the one thing I did want to say now, the criticism has been fair, that they've been too cute in the red zone. I think that's been fair. Tom Lang's been hammering that point home. That's fair. I don't know that I feel like that was a cute play. I mean, that's a power running play. I mean, you're you're they've scored yeah. a lot in the Wildcat. You're running back. I mean, Lawrence St. a hard runner. He's yep. a hard nosed runner. I don't think he's had fumbling issues. It was just a weird play, and it was a bad time for him to leave too early. The snap wasn't good, and they fumble. So I get, I understand the criticism. I'm fine with it. I don't know that that's a cute play. To me, a cute play is like a double reverse halfback pass back right. to Jordan Travis. Yeah,
1: that'll and be that... next week. Um, I, I, I think when you look at that, though, it's like the one, the one gripe you could have legitimately is that's a kid that hasn't taken a snap all year as far as I remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that Toa Feely's taken a snap in the Wildcats. So that seemed like an odd time from the half-inch line. It didn't look like it was going to be a play that got a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you look, yeah, man, you you can gripe all you want you hope that that's done maybe that's the last empty red zone trip they have all year ira
0: it's possible it could be right it's possible but it's
1: magic that... made a couple kicks yeah you get did. a little confidence yeah. going two maybe for two. he's three
0: for his last three yeah which is yeah i mean i think that that, that going into that's who, who they're lines playing lines over, next week on. yeah that's right yeah exactly there was nothing ever comes up in those games right um But, yeah, again, you know, with this team, I was a little bit concerned how they would come out because of the three straight losses in the bye week. On the one hand, the bye week was good because you did have time to rest up and kind of clear your heads. But this losing three games when you started off a season four and oh, you could see guys start to maybe kind of waver and maybe check out a little bit. Um, So to me, overall, I think you judge this performance overall. You can't be too – I mean, I know fans right now, people are going to nitpick over this and that and the problems the drop passes and the missed assignments and then the defense in the second half had a couple breakdowns. But overall, man, you just put up – you just outgained a team by 400 yards in the ACC. Yeah. Beat them by 20 – they scored at the last play of the game. Should have been a 31-point win. I mean, how much complaining can you do?
1: You can't, and I, I don't want – it's, it's so easy when, when you beat a team like this that's not very good to just dismiss it. Like, ah, it's Georgia Tech. But it's like and you can't do that because who is Florida State? Right. Like Florida State hasn't accomplished anything in four or five years to just dismiss a 25-point win in the ACC in a dominating win, right? That's That's what, to me, was so encouraging. It wasn't – I was really worried that it was going to be a close game late in the third quarter, a one- or two-score game in the third quarter, and then it gets really tight. They didn't do that. They did actually put a team away – after the ridiculous way to start the second half, they really did go and put a team away, and that was that was good to see. The defense was very good for the most part against a woeful offense. Um, good to have Fabian Lovett back. Jared Verse was back in the backfield again. Leonard Warner running around making plays, man. Jamie Robinson, I thought, was all over the place. He played really well. So you got some, you got a little, you got to feel good again, man. It had been a month since you got to be in a locker room breaking a rock. Boston College seems like two years ago. And that was the last time they got to celebrate a win. So it's good that they just got to feel a win again.
0: Yeah, I think defensively. Do you think got look smarter? Oh, yeah, 100%. When, I,
1: talk, when yeah. I got the glasses on? I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of
0: other direction to go, but you definitely, fair, that's definitely a 100% fair, a lot very smarter fair point. The, um Defensively, I'm excited about this defense, man. 24 yards, 24 yards okay. and a half. All right, okay. And again, to your point, you bring back Fabian Lovett. You get Jared versus healthy now. I think Jared Jackson, some of those guys are getting healthy. Malcolm Ray is getting healthy again. All those guys up front are getting healthy. And then you've been playing some of those young guys like Pat Payton and Josh Farmer and and uh, even in the back end, Shaheen Brown. and the, you know Amari um,
1: Gaynor was on the uh, field. Amari Gaynor, um,
0: yes. Gaynor played. But anyway, my point is I think you feel like this is the defense you expected to have at the beginning of the season, especially.
1: That was normal, right? <laughs> I that can't even explain time, what we just saw here in the stadium. It's fine. But, <laughs> it's going to be between fine. us. Everything's fine. You're not going to see oh. it on the news. <laughs> Everything's
0: fine. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, I do. I, I'm encouraged about this defense, especially going up next week against that vaunted Miami Hurricanes mm. offense,
1: Corey. I'm just glad I could see what just happened because last <laughs> week I wouldn't have been able to, and you would have had to try to describe what just happened. But I could see it with these new <clears throat> spectacles. Yeah, man, and when you look at what uh, Miami, how Miami looked today, hey, congrats, big win in Charlottesville. But any win's important. Any win's right. big. But the way their offense looked, you've got to imagine that you can't imagine that Van Dyke, even if he plays, is going to be healthy. That offense is not good the way Syracuse looked. The way this schedule plays out and the way your offense has looked, in my opinion, these last two games, but just the way you looked overall today, you, you can get excited about the potential of a really nice run to close this season out. There is no excuse for not winning four of these next five. You, you can win all these games. You have, you have one of the best offenses in the conference, and your defense, if it's getting healthy, is good enough to go win these games.
0: Yeah, and I think, to me, that's the challenge now for this football team is they have proven that they can play. Like, yeah, this isn't going into the season. We didn't know what the offense would be. We didn't know what these receivers were going to be. Well, now we know what Johnny Wilson is. Yeah. Now we know what those running backs are. Now we know what Jordan can be when he when things are working. This, this offensive line is playing well, which it has been lately. Three straight games with 200 yards rushing. Yeah. Um, Against so,
1: NC State and Clemson are in right. there too. Like,
0: well, here's the deal, like. Now, if you clean up those mistakes, yeah. you can be a really good football team. And in this last month of the season, you can really do some things setting you up for next season. So, to me, go win. you got to win all these, four, all these games, man.
1: Next four. You're going they, to 4-0. Four 4-0 no. four no after this. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I don't think there's – You're
0: not going to – if you lose a game in this last month, you're losing to a team that's not as good as you are.
1: I agree with that. I wasn't sure, uh, but Notre Dame is not very good, and Syracuse got kind of worked in that game. I know they lost their quarterback, but he wasn't playing well. They weren't winning when he was in the game. So, look, every game is its own game. Every week is different. It's unique, but you are not outmanned right. at any of these games coming up, none of them. So go, go play well and win them. You can do that. And also just want to throw this out there. We touched on it earlier. The offensive pass interference on Johnny Wilson. All time maybe the worst call we've ever seen in an ACC game. And we've been watching them for a long time. I mean, so kudos. Yeah, there was history made (laughs) right behind us. There was history made with the worst offensive pass interference in (laughs) college football history.
0: Last thing, shout out to CJ Campbell, Mm, State's backup running back who went out uh, with a broken fibula in preseason camp. They said he was out for the year. Mike Norvell doesn't like to give injury information, told us he's out for the year. Kid makes a miraculous recovery and uh, he did not have ligament damage. He was able to come back to practice this week, played today, scored a touchdown, really cool scene for this team, and a, and a good, you know, just another positive thing from this game. And Rodney Hill's the truth. Yes, Rodney Hill's going to be really, really good. Get I can him. see
1: that with these two eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: you like that, Aslan? <laughs> On that note, we're going to sign off from Doe Campbell Stadium. Florida State wins 41-16, to snaps that losing streak. Take that start October. Start the winning streak. Take about about that start October. A winning
1: streak